Hey, you followed us over to part two. Thanks a lot. All right, let's get this second part going. We made this podcast just for you. Here is Rick Fink Jr. and Mike Page. And Kathy Ferris. We are going to move on to the quiz game. And I want to apologize in advance. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, they seem to think that I ask unrealistic questions or irrelevant questions. Has Rick asked you at any point if you feel like you're an expert in anything? Very good question. No, did oh, I, did I this ask? This is just going to be a Starbucks quiz, isn't it? Sorry, no, I'm no, no, Bosch is not listening because he would have said, yes, he asked me the other day and I told him hip hop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hip hop. Okay. Say it into the microphone. Rick is right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's a uh, drop. Yeah. That's boy. a drop. Oh. Can you just oh, say man. Mr. Finesse is right? Mr. Finesse. <laughs> yeah, that's my nickname. Okay. Episode two. Why don't you give it a listen there, Otis Kathy. Key. Yeah, Harlem Globetrotters, Otis, Mr. OK Key, gave me a I made the mistake of saying, uh, let's say Rick and I tomorrow yeah. got to be Harlem Globetrotters. What's our nickname? Like, what's the nickname you're giving us? He had nothing for me with that killer question. That's and then he gives nickname. Rick, nothing. Mr. Finesse. I think that's your nickname. Mike, nothing. <laughs> I think he said it after that. <laughs> you, just, you just played around the court and we just like... You know, shoot the ball. It goes in basket, like off your head. You know, like yeah. We just use you as a yeah. something. Sure. To well, it sounds like I would be something then in order for you to get that. Oh. Re- You'd be a rebounder. You'd be pretty important. Yeah, yeah. anything. Yeah. I'd be pretty crucial to that shot of yours that otherwise right. would have missed by a mile. True. Sure. Well, the Globetrotters looking for tax write-offs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here's here we go. These questions. I know the answers to all of them. And do I look like a hip hop guy? Didn't you research them? No. No. Not at all. Do I look like, uh, profile me, just make assumptions. Do I look like a guy who rolls up at a red light next to you playing Jay-Z or something? Do yes. I look Really? Yes, with your windows <laughs> so and sunroof this. both open, hand up out of the sunroof to yeah, show yeah. everybody that you, you have look like, the sunroof. You look like the type of dude to recline all the way back. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <clears throat> fair enough. Well, here we go. Bosh, we'll start with you. Rapper's Delight was the first rap song to make Billboard's Top 40. Who performs this song? N.W.A. Dude, wow. dude. Okay, Mike, was that a fair question? That, that's very fair. Yes, it thank was. you I thought, very what much. I, I thought you were going to finish it with, what was the second? Oh. Which would have been, like, yeah. I, I wouldn't know that. Yeah. But. Well, that would be unfair, and I don't do that. I ask very fair questions. Do you want to take the point? I was not born in the dinosaur age. Okay, the song oh. came out in 79. I was three, and I'm pretty sure there were no dinosaurs. Stop it, you guys. Uh, the song was, was Everybody Do the Dinosaur. Remember that one? Open yes. the door, get, get on, on the, the floor. floor. Everybody, everybody do, do the, the dinosaur. No, no, everybody walk the dinosaur. Oh, yeah, sorry. Everybody walk it. Akalakalaka boom. Yeah, boom, boom. Shakalaka boom, boom. There's you nothing wrong with this. You guys said it. The cool who said who? Table, didn't you? Or, or, <laughs> hey, man, that was, that was like hip-hop before you got I anything it. worthwhile. No, I believe it. Yeah, I actually grew up. And I, w- let me tell you, if you're at Big Wheel Roller Skating Rink, uh, 1991 or 1992, when that song came on, that place came alive. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the answer is Sugar Hill Gang. Sugar, Sugar, Sugar Hill Gang. Yeah, you've heard of them, right? Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah of course. Cap. Okay. <laughs> No. <laughs> All right, over to Shay. Same song. Finish the lyric. I don't mean to brag. I don't mean to boast. But we like hot butter on our... Toast? What? Breakfast toast. Breakfast toast. 
Why is it breakfast toasting? I don't know. Because Why? you need the right number of syllables. You're rapping. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, you're right. You're right. If we didn't, this is what the line would say. I don't mean to brag. I don't mean to boast, but we like hot butter on our toast. Doesn't sound the same. So right. do it well, again. It do it again like it would sound. I don't mean to brag. I don't mean to boast, but we like hot butter on our breakfast toast. Nice. I like that. Where's my snare? I like that as a lyric because, like, anybody might have misconstrued that as being boastful. Like, guys, when I make toast, I like to slather a little bit of country time on Okay, Bosch. What did Q tip leave in El Segundo? Is that a good question? That's a great question. Yeah. I love Q tip, he's my favorite. Of all time. Yeah, he's very good. I don't even know if that's an artist. I just thought it was Oh, he is. A tribe called Quest? No, dude, listen to the question. What did Q-Tip leave in El Segundo? What did he leave there? That's the question. That he tells hey. you like a thousand times during the song. Yeah. I left my uh in El Segundo. I left my in Does El Segundo. rhyme with El Segundo? You put money in it. It goes in your back pocket. It starts with a W. Ends with wallet? a wallet. Yes, wallet. thank you. He got, I'll give it to you. Give it to you. Wow. wow. Okay. He's never been that generous. Now, when Bosch said, I'm into hip-hop, I'm like, I don't know much about today's hip-hop. But in the 90s, I was like your hip-hop. Oh, so you're, all. you're like. So bring I, on the Dre. Hold on. Yeah, bring we on. have some of this in here. Okay. Next, Shay. Okay. Well, Q-Tip is a member of what hip-hop group? You got an assist from Mike. But he wasn't paying attention. He wasn't attention, listening. So, so good. Wow. Q-Tip is a member <laughs> wow. of what hip-hop group? N.W.A. A tribe called Quest. <laughs> oh, you that said, oh. Is that your standard no. no. okay, Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, so Shay knows one rap. It's uh, N.W.A. Well, I mean, in this, in this day and age, in 2020, mm-hmm. the, the police song is iconic. You relevant. see it everywhere, yeah. It's still relevant. Yeah, it is. What's that have to do with anything, though? We're talking about Q-Tip. And a tribe called Quest is the group that he's with, and they are nothing. And I can't emphasize that word more. Nothing like NWA. Okay. So. Are you calling them better than NWA? Or are you? Oh, they're just completely different. One, you know, tribe gangster rap, and the I other one is. I love that you're challenging him. The I other one's very this. lyrical and very... Um, African roots based in Tribe Called lyrics. Quest, everything's in a minor key, which makes it sound incredible. Like they were they were on another level what they were doing. It was great. See, he's talking about the technical aspect. I'm just talking about the lyrics. They're singing about totally different things. Okay. <clears throat> Number three. The Bosch. Which group is not East Coast rap? Public Enemy, Wu Tang Clan, NWA, Jay Z. That was a very fair question as well. Yeah, not bad. I'm, I'm actually impressed with your questions yeah. this week. Which group is not East Coast rap? Public Enemy, Wu Tang Clan, NWA, and Jay Z. And I, again, I, this is I, I know that you guys were not even born when these guys came out, but you should still know this. I so know I this went, from I know this from the um, Tupac documentary. NWA. No. Yeah. He said, which is these is not yeah. East Coast. Yeah, which one is not East Coast? NWA, you are correct. They are from Compton. Oh, sorry. I was That's okay. Yeah. You're getting nervous. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's okay. You ready? We're going to we're gonna flip it here for you, Shay. Which group is not West Coast rap? Mm-hmm. Tupac Shakur, DMX, Del the Funky Homo Sapien, or Snoop Dogg? Questions again? Which group is not West Coast rap? Okay, so we got Snoop Dogg is West Coast, Tupac is West Coast, 
What were the other two? DMX and Del Funky Homo Sapiens. DMX was not West Coast. That's right. Correct. Fun fact, he um, missed the Video Music Awards for MTV. Uh, music television, not Medfield television. I don't want to confuse <laughs> Thank the listeners. You. Thank, um, you. Thank you. Because he was hanging out in the Poconos. He was, he was like... <laughs> 15 minutes from my Hang house. Out. So I'm learning this mm. while watching the, the VMAs. And I was like, wait, he's like 15 minutes from my house right now instead of being out on a work <laughs> That's show. Great. And let me tell you, there's nothing going on in the Poconos. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. No, I like these questions. Um, you're not getting them. You should. If you like hip-hop, you should know the, the history of hip-hop. We should, should have just said rap. Hip-hop just opens it up to all of this stuff from... 1970 to 1990 well, well, that I don't deal. really care about. Here's the deal. When you said hip-hop, I did. So far, I've I've kept it to rap. But here's the thing. Your parents are engaged now, so go. Yeah. Uh, who's Okay, so now question number four to Bosch. And I love this one. Andre Risen was playing for the Atlanta Falcons when his ex-girlfriend... I'm looking at Mike because I'm like, when is he going to like know... This is a funny story. Um, unless you're Andre Risen, then it's... Uh, no, this is a great story for everybody else. Yeah, and uh, the reason why I'm asking these questions is because our audience is... I, I'm supposing it's in people that my age, your age, 40s. I like how you're like, my age, your age. Well, you're, what, you're eight, eight years older than me? I used to, you're Gen sure, X. We're Gen X. We're Gen X, though. Definitely look younger than me. Yeah. Thank you. That was a good, good save. <laughs> Andre Risen was playing for the Atlanta Falcons when his ex-girlfriend, Lisa Left Eye Lopez, burned down his house. What group was she in when this happened? I'll sing songs while... Okay. Don't go Well, you know, this is surprising to me. It's usually... It's usually not, like, the girlfriend that does something to the husband in the in the NFL. It's usually the other way around. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah well, this, this was before videotape evidence oh, in okay. elevators. Okay, so. Wait, wait, what song was she singing? No, no. Lisa Falcons. Left Eye Lopez. What group was she in? Yeah, what group? Oh, sorry. TLC. Oh. Do you, are you familiar with that band? She was the hottest one in the group. She had a patch on her eye. <laughs> like a pirate? No. And she, <laughs> was, she was Nelly before Nelly. <laughs> Which female rapper arrived? Oh, this is for Shag. Which female rapper arrived on the hip hop scene in 1997 with her debut album "Super Duper Fly"? I like that song. It looks like she had like a big black trash bag blown up, and it's funny. While they're thinking, I'm gonna go ahead and say this is one of my guilty pleasures. This this artist I can listen to all day. You can. Oh, I, I love it. There's a couple 1997? songs. 1997. Yeah. Is it debut album? What's the hint? Was in the, um, uh, Super Bowl halftime show. She was friends with Biggie. Her first name is Missy. Elliot. Oh, yes. I was going to say, I was thinking, Miss. Why Man, did I didn't. <sighs> you know what? No, because you got me so uncomfortable. Uh, uh, wow. I'm going to give okay. it to Shay because I, I know. I know Shay. I saw <laughs> the look that Shay gave me when he's like, because you know it was either going to be that or Mary J. Blige, but yeah. I knew Missy Elliott was yeah early. Well, I should say late nineties. All right, number five, Bosch, save yourself. You have gotten nothing right. That's not true. Is he, this scaled? You didn't get anything right. No, because I remember him celebrating earlier. He got one. And, and, uh, NWA, NWA being uh, West Coast, mm. not East Coast. Right. This is scaled, right? Yeah, you got one. Okay, so I get a fifty. Or yeah, a the, 60? the best, the best you can get is a forty. 
So, but I thought it's scaled. So it's I got like a 90 if I get Rick, two right. This is like chemistry. Because these are tough questions. I, I got I got an idea. How about I write the questions and make the rules? Okay. Is, this okay. your, is this your podcast? Wash? No, no, it's fine. No. Oh, O'Shea, you want to step up to the name mic, bro? Wash. Wash. <laughs> Here we go, Bosh. Who led the rap group to live crew? In sync. That's a good give up answer. Mm. Uh, the answer is Luke Skywalker. Ain't none but a hoochie mama. That's two live crew. Yeah. There's also another one. Blank Martinez. Remember the mayor of Miami? Oh, I thought you were going to say pop that blank and shake <laughs> that blank. Yeah. No, I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, they were real poets. They they were. <laughs> they made so much news because they were so offensive. All right. Well, we got to wrap this up. Uh, can you I guys do, were can delightful. I do that? Yes. Like you guys it. were so you fun. Great. Uh, can I just say one nice thing about the two of you? And that would be nice. Because yeah. I think that's a focus area for me. Since Kathy's joined, she's just like, you're a miserable person. And, and I'm like, no. I'm just no, glad I'm... somebody's taken that off of my shoulders. Hey, you know what's a really good idea? Go get a podcast, build a studio, and then invite two friends who disagree with you to come on to it just to <laughs> gang up on you all the time. Also, really... invite people from the community and just harass them with trivia that you were walking will away smarter. I got a scaled 90% on this test. Yeah, you did pretty, <laughs> you did pretty good. Um, it's like a 3-6 right there. No, what I would say, Bosh, uh, we, we speak in, you know, clips and short, you know, exchanges. Not We don't always get to hang out like me and Shay did that one time talking about our fraternity days. But <laughs> you are going to have to back that up. Well, this is awful. Oh, no, that was bad. I was just, this is his attempt at being nice I, and he I can't do, even do it. I do this when I go on tandy. Compliment okay. on the spot. No, here we go. I'm going to try to say it again. You got to write this one down. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to figure out. The, this is what I'll say. You are a very polite young man who, by the way, is more funny than I thought you were before coming into this room tonight. You came, I think, I said it before, and I really mean it now, you came in more prepared for this interview than Kathy and Mike. He yeah, says sure. that all the time, but that's I agree. I no, think but both that's true. Of you, I think both of you have excellent comedic timing. Yes, yes, but, but Bash, uh, Bash, Bash, Bash. That, that was in the middle, it was like a Bash. <clears throat> bash. Going back to the reindeer. Yeah. You, um, <laughs> see, you're funny. You're good. That's what I want to say about you. Now, Shay, you. Yeah. Are, what, are you, what are you studying in college? Psychology. Okay. If you can transfer that into public relations, I think you've got a career in the front offices of uh, Starbucks because you have, first of all, you have a broadcaster's voice. Thank you. Yeah. It's way better than this. They both do. They both have very good voices stop, for podcasts. Stop saying so many nice things about Bosch. Like, he gets one. I'm not at all surprised by how funny you are because your dad used to come into the oh after school program. His, some of his deadpan jokes that he would make picking up your brothers, were, I, I'd be like, he was the first parent that I remember coming in and like cracking jokes and like being fun. He was seeing opportunities for humor in, in the situation that he was walking into and he'd say it. And I just remember being like, who that. is this guy? This is amazing. Mr. Armani is easily one of the funniest guys. Oh, I know. Dude, I, anytime he walks into Starbucks, I just start laughing because we I already know he's on to something. Yeah. Like, get him on. Like, yeah, I got to meet him. And oh, man. Maybe he can help contribute to the show. We need content. Because <laughs> we got a whole season two coming oh, up. Oh, I see and what happens. Don't like, know. when he's being nice to you, he has to be not nice to other people. Yeah. We're here. Yeah, of course. Yin, of course. yin and yang. So, Shay, that was what I was going to say about you. You speak very highly. When you listen to this podcast, I think you'll look back and you'll hear it and say, wow, I sound like a spokesperson for Starbucks. Like, Wow. Yeah, yeah. especially when he was like, 
don't order that that's on the secret menu. I know. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, <laughs> and then Bashi was like, the dentist can thank Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and also, this this might be hard for you guys to because you feel like you're young adults, you're coming into your own in the real world. But I do remember you guys when you were like sophomores in high school. You were kids. Oh boy. Shay, especially you. You were like a kid. I, did, did you have braces? Yep. I yep. Did. Yep. 2016, 17. Like that was so I had, long yeah. ago. Now look at you. You have a beard. You went from braces to a beard. When he had his braces removed, his mother came in yeah. and told us for about like a day or two that he was getting his braces off. And the day that it happened, he just showed up to the register with the biggest smile on his face, not stop grinning for like a solid ten minutes. Yeah, no, it was. A, it was. It was a really good feeling. I mean, having taken braces off is just. You just feel like you feel like. You feel like your teeth were in jail for two years, and mm. you just you know were free ultimately afterwards. But yeah, at one point, I I do remember those days, and I, my dentist hates me because I don't wear my retainer. So <laughs> I remember when I got my braces off and I started growing a beard. You just don't forget that. <laughs> 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 nice. Everyone goes through that spell where they're trying to find themselves. Yeah, yeah. Shay, get your Don't hand go. off my knee. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks a lot for coming in. Shay, coming, hand off guys. the knee. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Bye, guys. Folks, uh, Captain Flint again. Folks, folks, I'd like to talk to you today about rum. Now, rum is produced in more than 80 countries using many divergent methods with copious variations of fermentation, different types of distillation, myriad blending styles, and a plethora of aging techniques. There's white rum if you like it mild, there's gold or pale rum if you like it a bit more uh, a bit more flavor and boldness. There's dark rum, black rum, navy rum, premium aged rum, vintage rum, overproof rum, rum agricole. There's a uh, cachaça, uh, aguardiente, sometimes known as firewater. There's flavored rum, spiced rum. Uh, now here's where you get your suburban white lady Kenny Chesney coconut rums in there. Uh, now, for most of you, this may seem overwhelming what I'm what I'm telling you here, but the guys at Larkins Liquors can help you out. They'll walk you through your selection. Larkins is my favorite place to stock up on ship supplies while I'm in the area. You can find them at 20 North Street. Okay, J3. Um, here's the thing: whether you're at Shaw's or Marshalls, and you're just not feeling yourself, the thing between all of this, J3. They specialize in skin, makeup, and hair. Their motto, reflect your inner beauty. Do I know what that means? No, I don't. But do I know where to go? Absolutely. I'll go to J3. 359. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Turn around. By the way, 359-9099. Do I feel bad about that? No, because I'm reflecting on my inner beauty, and I know that sometimes mistakes are made. Get more bang for your buck at J3. We all know that I'm a snack cake enthusiast, but also I'm a, lo- I'm a lover of pizza, especially on those hard days, or to chase that fire water that we got from Arkins. Some Yelp reviewers agree with me. This guy from Millis says, great food, great prices, friendly staff. I drive from Millis to go there. Great food. <laughs> Five stars. And if you can't believe a Yelp review, what can you believe these days? You guys royal pizza where, you know what? Cheese is the answer. 508-359-2424. Call Megan Kelleher. Calling Megan Kelleher. It's the news with Megan Kelleher. Hello from Durham. How's school going? School's great. I had my first day of classes today. Yeah. I am taking a whole slew of, um, it is called... 
health institutions, systems, and policy. Oh, I took that class freshman year. It's pretty easy. I'll give you my notes. Yeah. 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 All right. So <laughs> I'd love that. Yeah. And um, for people listening, we are now uh, Megan Kelleher, the news anchor for Small Town Scuttlebutt, has uh, moved on to Durham, North Carolina to attend Duke University for their MBA program, but she's still staying loyal to her Medfield roots and providing all the latest and greatest uh, news and scuttlebutt going on in town. So over to you, Megan. I'm glad that you are um, settled in nicely over there. But tell us. Uh, it seems as though we have a thief in Medfield. Um, someone has stolen some life jackets from someone's yard. Life jackets? Like Life jackets. Okay, so we're talking. life jacket, like life preserver float jacket yeah okay have been stolen from someone's yard two red and black ones and a green one hmm. um so there's a lot of controversy there on who stole them there were some people walking in rocky woods wearing life jackets so there's um, a little bit of possibility that we have two thieves with a lot of bravado <laughs> yeah i mean you don't wear the merchandise you just stole in the same neighborhood in which you stole it from, correct? Who is stealing life jackets and getting two friends to go along with it? Yeah. <laughs> Megan, know. you, you got to follow up. We, we're going to need some more. Well, actually. so so I did, I, I did attempt a um, Facebook message. I have yet to hear. Um, however, the post was saying that they were sitting outside alongside the tube and skimboard that I'm assuming this family maybe uses on the Charles. I don't know. But interesting that they didn't take the tube and the skimboards. They only took the three life jackets. Now, Megan, um, have you ever gone skimboarding on the Charles River yourself? I have yet to do that. No, it was actually on my bucket list before I left for Durham. Yeah, yeah. I said um, a little sarcasm there. I just don't think that this is a... <laughs> I just don't think that this is... Um, I like that she has a bucket list when she's 26 years old. I know. Right? She, well, she's thinking ahead. That's why she's so far ahead in life. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, All right. So, guys, if you see people walking around with a life preserver, like your Marty McFly or something, you need to call <laughs> ACO Cronin, and she'll be notified, right? She'll I also am concerned because it appears as though Hinkley Pond has been algae spraying for years now to yeah. treat the algae blooms. Right. Um, and supposedly there's a sign there somewhere in the fine print at Hinkley that you're not supposed to swim for 12 hours after they treat the water. However, someone reported that there were children going in right after. So I can only imagine what is happening to those children right now. Mike, could you pull up that post? Because um, Kevin Ryder, the director of Parks and Rec, very eloquently and professionally and calmly diffused any hysteria regarding this whole spraying thing. Kevin really was very thorough. It is a five-paragraph post uh, or comment on the post to calm down the um, hysteria. But he says two chemicals were used, Captain which is an active ingredient of copper. There are no water restrictions with that treatment. And see clear, the active ingredient is copper sulfate, uh, pentahydrate, no water restrictions. So he really does, does a good job. They prefer to, that when the treatment is performed to wait 12 hours, blah, blah, blah. Right, but, but the 12 hours, the big thing that people need to understand is that 12-hour recommendation is for the benefit of the pond's 
of the pond. The pond getting Not clean, having those agents activate, you know, whatever they it's yeah. got to do. It has yeah. no reason, you know, attached to, to harm children. Yeah, safety of, of people. So, yeah. so that's the real message Kevin uh, was laying out there. And um, we don't have to worry about it. But I just love, like, when you hear about this stuff, it's it's automatically, you don't get the benefit like, of the doubt. I'm going right. to DEFCON 5. This is code red. Something was sprayed, and I saw kids, and they're all in that pond together. And this is going on concerned citizens of Medfield right now with, yeah. with an opinion and all this Vim and vigor. Well, hang on. If you back up, the initial post said that she had reached out to Kevin Ryder. That's what I said. Oh, I'm no, sorry. I, no, gotcha. I didn't say that. I was like, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was just putting my iPad away from reading through some of what you guys were talking about. But. Okay. So wait, she talked to Kevin Ryder and then yeah, still? Yeah, no, the initial post she is she's saying, I reached, out, I reached out to him about this yeah. chemical treatment. Uh-huh. This is his response. And that's the initial post is his his original response that was concise, and then I guess everybody blew up on that. Oh, like demanding more information. I don't know. Well, if I'm that's a what big happened, fan of the pond. I'm a big fan of Hinkley Pond. Well, I just want to say apology to the lady who I, I yeah, guess yeah, yeah. incorrectly oh, identified. That's a good idea. Good. So yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I I thought that he had to like jump in. Am I and sort of Megan? Am I looking at the same thing? Um, yeah, you're, the screenshot? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You are. And then there's 48 comments of hysteria. Yes. Okay, well, I have, I'm looking at something with, well, whatever. Okay. Well, here's the thing with that. Like, I went to the pond the other day, last week, and uh, the other, a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. and there were like four people there. I went because they, they lifted the non-resident, and I go by the bylaws, like, they had said that only residents could go, and my nieces and nephews love to come to the pond. I'm like, I'm sorry, you can't come this year because you're not a resident. And, you know, to be fair, like, we just we just can't go. Mm-hmm. Well, when they lifted it, they came, and there were maybe four to seven other people there. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, there's really nobody there. Um, so I'm wondering, like, why where's the 48 comments coming from when... There were four to seven people there, and they were they were vigilant. They were great. Mm-hmm. They, you had to have a mask on until you walked down with your group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but then why why all the the fury online? It's just well, that's what I'm asking. What is a forty eight? Well, it's because what right. happens is there's people that that either can't afford um, therapy, <laughs> or they just don't <laughs> want to get it, or are in denial that they need it. So what they do is they go to Concerned Citizens of Medfield, where 4,500 residents have involuntarily just become a therapist sounding board slash whatever. Isn't this our audience, though? (laughs) No, no. The people that listen to this show agree with most of what... See, the the joke's on you two, because this is my podcast. I'm joking. It's our podcast. It's my world, and it's, you're just yeah, living yeah. it. Yes. No. I got the fan mail. No. This is our <laughs> podcast, but you two traditionally disagree with me. I feel like you say that your words. But I feel like thing, I feel like, like people agree okay, with me. But it's okay because when he finishes his statement, he accidentally says the opposite of what he was just saying, which yeah. means that he agrees with us. Yeah. Exactly. No, I Rick, think Rick. Also, you just said you two disagree with me. There's three of us. 
There's Thank you, Megan. <laughs> yeah, but you, you. Do are, I not? Do I no longer have a seat at the table just because I moved? No, you do, but you're not the problem, <laughs> Megan, because you and I are in lockstep with each other, right? We're on. Yeah, we're on the same back page. Pedaling. He's backpedaling. No, Me- I'm not talking exactly. about Megan. Is not the problem. It's you two people. But anyway, <laughs> I think that our audience are like-minded people. They like. They listen to the voice of reason, which is me. And then, mm-hmm. because there are other people, and we have to have right, a broad audience, just, I brought you in. Yeah, we're just here to let give all you the crazy fodder. people have something to listen to. Yeah, and I'm just going to look at that to. text that you sent me five weeks ago. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right, Megan, that was a terrific uh, news um, story. Yeah. So my next news story, I actually might need some assistance from you guys. I was texted by you. A mystery cat was spotted. Yeah. Did you guys already cover that? No. No, we have not. Would you like to hear the sound clip? Yes, please. ...with a mystery animal who's been spotted a few times, and whatever it is, the woman who lives here wants to know. I've lived in Colorado, Montana. I've seen big cats, and um, it's a big cat, but I've just never seen one like it. Jackie Kiloy has seen this animal slinking through her yard in Webster and has been wondering what it could be. It's about three feet long and about two and a half feet high off the ground okay i'm just going to interrupt it there Mm -hmm. so the video that was shown on the news is from a ring doorbell now those are like (laughs) uh fisheye lens Mm -hmm. cameras yep they're they're meant to be recording what's happening very close they're not meant to capture wildlife that's passing through your backyard it's (laughs) like giving a seven-year-old your iphone and saying why don't you take a picture of me yeah Yeah, yeah, what is passing through the backyard of this lady's house looks to be I think it's a Mancoon cat, those gray cats that are like really fluffy and they're big. Okay. That's what it looks like, but with only the head and tail still really fluffy and like the rest of it has been trimmed by a kid that's bored because it's summer <laughs> and they can't do anything. That's what it looked like to it's me. It's awesome. This, I hope now, that's what it is. And now this lady's saying like, I've lived in Colorado and Montana and this, this thing's huge. It's three feet and I've never seen anything like it. Mm. Uh, they, I'll... I'll spare you the rest of the clip, but there's also an, another guy neighbor that's like, I've never seen anything like this. It's it's way bigger than a cat, blah, blah, blah. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, this looks like a cat. <laughs> it looks like a gray cat. So yeah. uh, they asked for the public's help in identifying it. Anyway, here's the follow-up to it. Roaming this Webster neighborhood over the past couple of weeks and recently caught on camera, this big, mysterious cat with a bushy-looking tail had neighbors asking a lot of questions. Is it a bobcat, a fisher cat, perhaps a fox, maybe even a coyote? Jackie Kaloy, whose ring camera caught the cat in action, says it looked to be about three feet long and two and a half feet off the ground. I've lived in Colorado, Is it levitating? Montana. Stop I've it. seen big cats. Two and a half feet off the ground. I she's know, a reporter. A, like, yeah. you're a wordsmith. Well, that's no, what, how you pay your bills. She's saying that that's what the woman said, that it's two and a half feet off mm-hmm. the ground. Wait. But two and a half feet tall is is what they both clearly meant. Well, now I don't know what to think. Well, anyway, here's the rest. I've lived in Colorado, Montana. I've seen big cats, and um, it's a big cat, but I've just never seen one like it. But that's just what it turned out to be, a big cat. But not that big. In an email from Mass Wildlife officials say biologists confirm that the mystery animal is a domestic cat. Is there anything <laughs> sadder than that? That is the Facebook post that's saying, does anybody know what this is? As a Facebook post, mm-hmm. it's annoying. The news jumped on it when it's blatantly a cat. And 
nobody nobody at the news station thought to say, you know, this looks an awful lot like it's just a plain old cat. Summertime. And then they had There's to go back a, a couple days later and and release this. <laughs> Whoopsie. Uh, guys, it's a domestic cat. Yeah, remember I was making fun of media for not doing follow-up and having consistency, yeah. and I want to work on that in this show. Here's the one time the media did follow up on a story, and nobody gives a sh- it is irrelevant. Have you ever been in a high school where, you know, they have the announcements and the and the students get to take over those announcements? Mm-hmm. I feel like this story is like that. Where they're like, it's a fisher cat. It's a big cat. I don't know. Maybe it's somebody else. So just on all fours. Maybe it's Bigfoot. I'm not really sure. Like, they don't even go that far. It's just, I don't even know. Here's what I really want to say about this is that coming off our last thing about how we overreact about Halloween, and we overact about the pond. At least we're not in Webster, you guys, yeah. where we are making up news stories. Levitating <laughs> We're containing it. We're containing it. We're talking about the pond. We're talking about Halloween. We're swapping free stuff on Saturdays. That's who we are. That's what we do. I'll tell you who I feel really sorry for is the reporter that got sent out to cover that story. <laughs> yeah. Because it was so sensationalized. All the neighbors are, are telling them there's... There's bones in the in the woods over there from this thing, and it's yeah. it's a cat. Mm-hmm. Well, like, that's, how do you think this is his big break, Mike? Do you think this is what like he got home and he's like, this is it? Well, it's funny. I was telling Allie like the, the other day. I feel like the reporter was a woman. Not a no, he. no, no. The reporter that was on the scene was actually a guy. The first guy. Oh, that the, the one, one we heard guy. was an anchor. I, I told right? Allie the okay. other day. I said I feel like this poor guy got home and yeah. went like, oh hey honey, how was your day? And he was like, um. I don't know. I went to Webster for this cat story. It was this mystery cat. They said it was three feet long. I kept watching the footage. It kind of just looked like a cat. Yeah. I completely disagree. I think he let, went home from Webster on a high, yeah. and he is just singing a hollow notes. <laughs> my, he's and my he's break. Like, he thinks he's going viral. Am, this is it. Yep. This is my break. And then this happened. That's why he yeah. couldn't do the follow-up. I like right, your version right. better because it's so much more pessimistic. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's why I like it, yeah. too. Hanging his head in shame. He's like, you guys do the follow-up. <laughs> yeah. I don't wanna, boom, I'm out of here. Boom. I already did your stupid yeah. story. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, wow. That was a fun story to talk about. That was fun. And I actually have a, a bit of a follow-up to that. Um, I have been Is your cat from... missing? Yeah. <laughs> Where's your cat? Uh, yeah. It's one of those, like, uh, do you know where your kids are? Do you know where your cat is? Yeah. Um, 3 a.m. So, anyways, I've been, I've been following some of the, or I've been trying to find the Durham local news yep. stories um, because I thought it'd be kind of, nice for my scuttlebutt segment to report on the the scuttlebutt that's happening down here. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't exactly found a concerned citizen of Durham yet. I might create one. um, I don't think it's a franchised Facebook group. It's called Durham Bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. That would be Um, awesome. (laughs) Anyways, haven't found any scuttlebutt, um, news groups yet but i did find a it's like a durham um sell by facebook type group like people selling stuff and there is a woman selling a cat harness for seven dollars i love this okay we have to get this cat harness person in touch with the levitating cat flying two and a half feet (laughs) off the ground 
in like a, Webster. Like a, like a weather balloon. Yeah, hold like the thing tethered. Yeah, it's going to be like a float in the Macy's parade. No, can we start a new segment where we compare Annie's attic to whatever's happening in Durham? Yeah. Like, what are they selling there and what are we selling here? Yep. Well, they're selling cat harnesses for $7. And I mean, my parents definitely taught me do not talk to strangers. However, I might reach out to this woman and get a quote. Yeah, That's you should. Idea. See if you can buy it for four. Yeah, try, try to talk. Actually, if you could, I'll say I'll say I have a big cat, about three feet long, two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Bye. this would hold it? Yeah, um, my cat, you know, despite being told a thousand times, still likes to levitate two and a half feet off the ground. Have we not even explored the fact of like who the owner of this cat is and like how the tension must be so high in that neighborhood? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? yeah. It made a local news story because this guy let his cat out. Yep. I think Google Doc um, needs a new template for like a a, a letter about that. I'm hmm. sorry about that. <laughs> sorry about my levitating cat. <laughs> yes, that didn't have its harness on. Anyways, um, I have told a lot of my classmates about our podcast, and um, they are going to be tuning in. So, hello, my Duke classmates. Yeah. Hello, okay. Duke. And if any wow. of them, anyway, have... I like that you call them friends, uh, not for long. Yeah, but well, I had some friends over for dinner, and I kicked them out because uh, you guys called me an hour late. With that's so typical, Megan. Like she, yeah. I just moved in. I had friends over for dinner. Right. Today was your first day of classes. You moved in over the weekend, and you already had a dinner party. I had party. a dinner party, and ironically, Rick, I didn't make the Pharaoh salad, but I did use my wooden salad bowl that did come back to me kathy and mike in case you're curious i was i was, was going to ask brownies. did you like the brownies my kids made i absolutely loved them i know so i texted rick and i told him that i loved brownies and he said so i said tell the kids i love the brownies and he said so you're asking me to lie to my children now <laughs> and i said no i really loved them um they made a flourless chocolate brownie recipe. And yeah, and you loved watching them fly out the window on, on the highway yeah. on your way down. <laughs> no, they were so good, but Rick said that they didn't purposely make a flourless chocolate recipe. They just forgot to add the flour. Uh, <laughs> wow. Well, we, well, Secret ingredient. We doubled the order to make more brownies for you because it was a long trip, and um, so I doubled everything except for the flour. So it's missing a cup of flour. So it was kind of. It was. They were incredible. Yeah, that's a total I'll lie. I'll send you guys I had, my address. Even my kids Please spit them do. out. Even my kids spit them out. So and they'll yeah. eat anything that's chocolate. So Megan's well, we full miss crap. you, and we hope that everything's going well at Duke. Yeah, I know. Thank you. I miss you guys too. And I'm Megan, and that's the scuttlebutt. All right, Megan. Thanks a lot. We'll see All you right. around. Thanks, Megan. Miss you guys. Good talking Bye. with you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Bye, Megan. I don't know about you, Mike, but every time that gets indignant about something, I'm like, I must be killing it. Yeah, you are. I, <laughs> because your jealousy is so transparent. Oh, my God. You know what? I was, I get a little, uh, not nervous, but anxious, excited. Uh, it's game day, you know? Like, we're going to do the show today. And it's like, oh, we're going to do the show in like five minutes. That's when I'm like. Do you view yourself as the coach or the star player? The No, this is very. I, are you like the Tom Brady of this podcast? Well, if you two could stop. Is? Interrupting me with questions while I'm trying to answer one of those other yeah. questions. I'm going to get into it. Um, I was saying earlier before I was distracted by the two of you that I concede that the two of you are more talented than I am. Okay. By far. 
Like, and, and I got as far in the story as saying, Mike, and I think this is when you stopped listening, but Mike, you're oh, an artist. Probably. Mark, Mike, you're, you're a musician. Mike, you can do all kinds of things. You're a great storyteller. And then Kathy, you're, you're the, you're the master and I'm the apprentice. I'm you are a good comic. I am sorry, Rick. You are I, awesome. I, I might be watching too much Married at First Sight, but this is like the last week before <laughs> they decided they're going to get divorced or stay married. Mm-hmm. And every week it starts off the same way where you come in real hot and then you insult our guests, and then you take this like, like you do a one eighty, and by the end you're like, you know what? I really love you guys. I think that this is great. I think that what we have is really great. You never start out that way. I'm trying to figure out where you were going with it. Um, yeah. Well, you're just as surprised as we are. No, what are you? <laughs> no. What I wanted to say is, uh, as much as I dish it out, I'm dishing it out to the people I respect the most. That's how I roll. Mm. Um, I my Kathy, best friends. Are you uncomfortable? I feel uncomfortable. I right have now. my greatest friends. I get it right? now. I got some buddies that have probably never, ever, ever said anything nice to me. Uh huh. And that's why I love them. Hey, dirtbag. That is a term of endearment. Hey, putz. You loser. Yeah. Hey, you want to okay. come over and watch the game? <laughs> right. Well, are we done? I'm done. We're I have done. nothing else to say. Uh, I said I ended the show on a nice note. That's what I always try to do. And I, know, I said and I, I handed it to you, and I just feel like you guys just can't take a compliment. I thought you were going to say, I feel like you guys can't say anything nice back. Because <laughs> I feel like I'm on the back foot now. I don't know how to take a compliment from you, Rick. I'm standing here like, uh. Mike, wasn't it a compliment I when I said... Do you want to do a but podcast I, together? But I love that you've embraced the plunging V-neck again this week. Right <laughs> okay. Here. I'm so glad you brought that up. Like, <laughs> how many buttons are on buttons? <laughs> all, right. all of them. You've, you're figuring out that I wear three shirts all summer. They're all long sleeve I've linen noticed. shirts. One's well, pink, Leslie, one's white, and one's blue. Leslie did inform And I, if I button that. it up too high, I look like, you know, a Leslie, little poindexter. So I open it up. Yeah. Tom Selleck. Well, or, all uh, right. That's Didn't he always have it like? Yeah. But yeah. I mean, Burt Reynolds. Uh, you're, it's quite a compliment for yourself there that you went there. But all mm-hmm. right. Oh, well, if I was Leslie did my... inform me though that you have uh, one to two summer shirts. That that's your shirt. She was like, once he finds his go-to shirt, yeah, that's the shirt. Yeah. And when he can't find it, he's very distraught. Hey, whatever happened with the? Um, I heard there were some fishing worms that made their way into the bathroom. Did those ever get out of the bathroom? Into our bathroom? What? Yeah, apparently. Actually, you know what? You just reminded me. I have to go save 21 worms that are in a tackle box. They should be in the fridge. We went fishing today, and we pack up. I just put it in the tackle box. It's still in there. In the It's probably not, They might be. If you've been sitting in a little plastic container in 90 degrees for seven hours, and you were a worm, do you think you're going to live? Please, I've been married for 27 years. I know exactly how that worm feels. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the best joke of the whole night. That's good. And it goes to Kathy. I think we should end on that. Yeah. Okay. okay, guys, this is Small Town Scuttlebutt. We're so happy to have you. I'm Rick Fink. That's Kathy Ferris. That's Mike Page. And uh, for Megan Kelleher down in Durham, um, we'll see you next week. Bye. That was another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt, the only podcast that reacts to the overreaction of other people reacting to small town problems. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend. Small Town Scuttlebutt is released every Thursday. Rick Fink Jr. and Mike Page and Kathy Ferris are mismanaged by the Bravo Talent Group. Send your comments, questions, and grievances to these guys through Leanne Bravo 
Email her at bravo1 at smalltownscuttlebutt.com and she'll probably get back to you eventually. Check them out on Facebook too. And thanks for listening.